Hello and welcome to the optional review episode number three. <laughs> the optional review is our new show where we take a look back at a piece of entertainment that you have recommended to us and we talk about it. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Yeah. Okay, so for season one of the show, we're taking a look back at Mobile Suit Gundam, I Am Blooded Orphans, yeah. uh, which is the show that you guys have chosen for us to, to review. And today, uh, in particular, we're talking about episodes four, oh no, I'm sorry, five and six. Five and six. I forget the title name, the titles of them, but... Uh, Beyond the Red Sky. There you go. And Ask for Them. <sighs> clutch. Cam came through in the fucking clutch. Episode five, Beyond the Red Sky. Yep. Uh, it starts off pretty interesting. So Orga and Mr. Orcus... Yeah, uh, so they make a deal yeah. to to get them to help get them back to Earth safe, right? Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, let us use your uh, trade routes." Right, right, right. Like so that we can sort of fly under the radar, right. and we'll be we'll be we'll get there in one piece. And then, um, interestingly enough, Mister Orcus gets in touch with the uh, coral guy. The coral guy. Um, yeah. He's the guy who's basically orchestrated the the uh, coup. Or not the coup, but the, like the um, attack. The attack on their base right. to kill the um, the uh, Mars emissary girl. So he sells them out, and he's like, "They're going to be here. Come find them here, yeah. and, and get them here." He's um, like, also, thanks for uh, you know letting us smuggle shit. Keep that on the low low. He's like, corruption, yeah, corruption, corruption everywhere, man. Uh, it was a good episode. This was actually a really solid, like, self-contained short film. And then, so Major Coral then tells Ein his standby order has been lifted, holding uh, the uh, the the pendant that Zent gave him before yeah. he went off, or I think, yeah, before he went off. Right? Is it Zent? That's it's Zent thing? that went off. The guy yeah. who got crushed. By yeah, him, yeah, yeah, got popped. Yeah, he got murked. Um, but yeah, so. There's an interesting moment earlier on in the show where Kudelia and, and Mikazuki, they meet in an observation tower. Mm-hmm. And um, he's just on like night watch. Yeah. He's like, we have to take turns and I can't sleep. So I'm up here just taking in case they attack again. I, we can at least see them from a distance and prepare, uh, which is kind of sad. It's like a sad existence when you like consider that this guy is a kid, you know, despite how fucking diesel he is. He's a child. Yeah. I mean, they're all but they, they're not, though. In their brain, they are ch- children true. in age. That's true. But in responsibility and, you know, their duty and stuff, they're just as adult as they adult. They're probably more adult than the adults, you know? I mean, yeah, I think they've proven it so <laughs> far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a really cool moment. That that scene is really cool because it is bringing Mika into a more human uh, relationship. Yeah. And he... Obviously likes this girl. There's something about her that maybe is different than he's reacting to everybody else. But yeah, I guess she's like wearing him down. Where yeah. he's just like, yeah, you're cool. You're, you're, you can hang around. It's fine. Yeah, it's a nice little like insight into, especially Kudelia too, right on her side because mm-hmm. she wants his approval in so many ways, right? Like she wants him to respect her, right? In a way that like I think she just wants to be acknowledged. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, even though I think they may be, are they the same age? What, what is, what's her age? Like, is she a kid? Is she an adult? I think she's like a young adult. Young adult? Okay. Yeah. So I think she feels like this responsibility over the kids now. Right. Right. So she's like, I just want to be useful. And this is the most useful person. So I just have this, I want to be seen by him. Yeah. They do that a lot in anime. I, yeah. I realize like, like notice see me. me. Yeah, yeah. Witness me. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool scene. Yeah, for sure. And then Mikazuki talks about the the moon that was damaged in the Calamity War. He says it's hard to see. And um, he says, I hope we see it. And she goes, yeah, I do too, which I think is really cool. Like, it, is this 
Earth's moon or is it? Mars's I think it's Mars. Mars. One, Mars, of Mars's is, moon? one of okay. Mars's moon. Mars's. Is. Um, which I think is kind of an interesting moment where it's like they both also still share this like natural curiosity about things. Like they're still young. They're still mm-hmm. they're still very curious about this calamity war that we learn later on in episode six happened three hundred years ago. So it's this thing that like for us it's almost like. I mean, it could you could sort of relate it to like, and I think in some ways this might even be tapping into it, but like mm. it sort of feels like World War Two or something, right. some major sh- like cultural like war like worldwide shift that's that changed everything. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And which is which is kind of a cool way to like see it from a perspective of a young person who like was so far removed from it, but still right. feels like the legitimate impacts of it. So it's like this anime dealing with such really cool shit, like episode four or five. It's like. Already, yeah, it's diving into this really dope shit. And I, I do like that they are peppering in. They're not giving you this um, exposition of the Calamity War happened mm. 300 years ago. Right. This right. is what happened. No, they're just like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that happened. You know, it's part of our history. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a remnant of it. Yeah. Uh, these kids have never even been off this uh, planet so that wonder for them must be really cool. Yeah, like, know, like the moon. Yeah, the moon. It's such a nice little yeah. moment. Um, so yeah, so then uh, Mr. Orcus sells Tekadana out. Uh, Galahorn is waiting. They ambush them. They, uh, they're captured in order to hand over... So they capture like the ship. They like stick their hooks into it or something like that. And Orga, who I think by now is probably my favorite character of the entire show this so the far. the leader of Tekadana. Yeah, with the really cool like the purple little- hair. Yeah, a little Cheryl Nike swoops. check. Yeah. <laughs> Got a nice uh, little bang. Word. Uh, he's like, nah, not going to happen. Uh, Mika pops out, of course. Yo, out the trunk, son. Yo, that was real. wild, they yo. They just popped that With trunk blicky. open. <laughs> Stick it out, yo. It's, it's wild. That shit was so cool. I was like, hell yeah. yeah I got hyped man. at that moment. That was just had it moment. like, yeah. he was ready. Like, you already bruh. know what it is. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, the guy just thought it was like a smoke screen. He's like, no. oh, nice trick. Yeah, nope. Embodied. So, yeah, he, he completely, like, immediately just destroys uh one of the mobile suits that's hooked onto their transport yeah uh farid orders them not to kill um but ein apparently wants blood he wants he wants vengeance for zent his his mentor yeah which is interesting because like he's he's like oh we'll just like we'll we'll claim it was an accident or whatever which is actually kind of you wonder how often that might happen which is interesting Mm. um they so they want to label kudelia's death as an accident in particular like they don't really care about the kids they just want to be like oh oops we killed kudelia um and then a second ship comes out of nowhere to provide support, and in, in Han Solo style, it's uh, this other character Akihiro. Yeah, he's the that branch that group that branched off. He was the the kids that um, were slaves, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Orga told him he was like, "Yeah, we'll protect you if you join us." Yeah, and they come through like to help. Yeah, which is really fucking it's like, cool. Yeah, small kids. Yeah, <laughs> kids fucking, rule. Yeah, kids Adults rule pretty much, and they drool. had their own ship. Yeah, and they you know they boosted it from somebody. Don't, don't ask. Don't ask questions. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really cool. And then uh, um, they sort of had this really amazing, like choreographed, like ballet dance battle in, in space and zero gravity. And I, I, I do love also that the uh, what's the guy, uh, Mister Total? Yeah, he was the one that sold them out. Right. Right. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah, he was the one that sold them out. And like you said la- uh, last uh, episode, like you f- had a feeling that they know, right? And Orga was on top of it. He's not a dumb. He's not a dumb kid. Dumb. Like he's he's a really smart kid. And he left his own crew out of the, the right. Yeah, you know the need to know. He's like, yo, it's just me and Mika that need to know, baby. Yeah. And then everybody else was like, what the fuck? Why wouldn't you just tell us? Because we had to keep it. You know, yeah, we had to, to know sure. where the leak was. Right. Right. Boom. And then uh, 
Yeah, they they beat his ass, which was really cool. Great. <laughs> they like they like walloped him in his fucking face. Yeah, uh, which is really cool. And then uh, yeah, and um, basically Major Coral eats it. Yeah, uh, Mika. Kills Mika him. just kills him with a spear right through the fucking chest, which I think was pretty dope. And uh, what's the guy's name that helped out the, that brought the ship? Because he helped oh. out too. He jumps in the oh Akihito. Yeah, he jumps in the other ship. Um, since. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ship re- refurbished. Yeah, he uh, like shit. throws him the spear. Yeah, he's like, "What's up, so dog?" Cool. Yeah, take this. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then uh, Farid uh, McGillis or yeah. McGillis Farid, he deploys in his own mobile suit, mm-hmm. um, and and it looks a little different. It's like purple and shit. Yeah, it's a little different. And he says his about Mika, his mobile suit moves like an animal, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. So like, we get a further look into like the the. Aja, what is it like the AV system? I, yeah. I'm calling it the AV, AV system. system. I don't know it's what it's that called. stuff that makes you more intuitive. Like yeah. you literally jack into the matrix, right? Right. right. Yeah. So that that's I thought that was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, but the interesting part is Farid knows about the the Vijana system. I think it's called, mm-hmm. and he knows in particular the weakness for Barbados, the 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 uh, Barbados, Barbados, the yeah. the um, the Gundam, and he sort of like almost he gives Mika a really good fight and so much so that like he has to leave. Yeah. He's like, I'm out. And they, yeah. And they, and he dips and they escape. Like, yeah. He found out like one of the vents is like the weak spot. And he's yeah. Like, I figured it out. And, and then he's like, Oh, he's shit. not that tough. Once yeah. you figure it out. Yeah. Boom. Cause he was giving his man's the, like the little gung ho inspector. Mm-hmm. I got his name. But, uh, yeah, he's like a little cocky bastard. And like Mika was whipping his ass, man. Yeah, it was, it was really action packed. Like from yeah. jump, I was like, "Oh wow!" They like slingshot around an asteroid. Yeah, and that was pretty crazy. Cool. Shit was happening, and uh, yeah, really interesting stuff. And then at, of course, at the end of the, they get away, and then they um, they send Toto onto their ship uh, with some shit written on his chest, on his body. Leave us alone, bitch. Yeah, it was like this one. It says uh, this one looks like one of yours, so you deal with him, like, written on his body. And that's sort of how the show ends, like, that episode in particular. It's sort of like a, a quick little nod to, like, see, you thought we were stupid, but we caught on, right. and you can't really you can't really outsmart us. We're, like, two steps ahead of you. And I love that Orga's, basically, he he's not bullheaded, but he has a goal, right? He's like, we want to make Tekadon work, right? That's the goal. We need this money, and we need the respect. Right. So I can't give up on Kudelia, like... So we're not going to give our up. I love that stuff. Man. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a cool ass, like, I don't know. I'm I'm here for the political side of the the, the, yeah. the strategic shit and like the one being one step ahead. And like, I, I usually in anime, I don't like enjoy stuff, it because yeah. it's all, it all happens like verbally. Right. And here it's actually like, it happens with actual shit. Happening. Right, right, right. And it's right. like, oh, you can actually see the consequences. Yeah. Uh, I threw out my Pokemon. <laughs> And he's going my, to do this. My energy yeah. is not strong enough. <laughs> yes, it is. Psych. But oh no. It's like, okay, here we go. All right. Enough. Um, so yeah, overall thoughts on episode five. Uh, I, I was into it. Yeah. Um, same. Definitely one of the standout episodes so far. Where? Um, yeah, man. It was dope. It was a nice little short. I mean, I love how short these things are. Um, and they get to the point. I, like, this was a great... Uh, so far, It's I'm into it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to be, and I'm totally into it. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah and then we jump into episode six. Um, as for them. As for them. And uh, we learned some cool things right at the top of the, like of this episode in particular, where like like we were saying, I think, off air, or I don't know if we, we did it on the air, but um, the fact that there are only 72 Gundams that remain. Like, Gundam isn't a term for like all of these robots. No, it's a very specific special group right. of robots and they're old apparently yeah and they were all 
during the Calamity War. Like hundreds of years old. Right. And I wonder, like, w- would it, why are they special? It's my thing. Because I always thought Gundams were all the, all the robots. Mm. That's a Gundam. No, no. You're a Gundam. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a Gundam. <laughs> you're a Gundam. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought they were all ro- Gundams, but their mobile suits mobile are suits. the name. This is like not every vampire is a Dracula. Yeah. I learned that recently. Right. I was like, that's a Dracula. You're a Dracula. <laughs> nope. Blade's half Dracula. There's one Dracula. No, it's only one Dracula. <laughs> Blade's half Dracula. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's a really cool thing. I'm I'm dumb. But, yeah, uh, me, me too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then there's an- another uh, interesting exchange between Kudelia and Mika in this episode. And uh, so Mika is like, oh, we were, we had this meeting without you. Like, mm-hmm. where the fuck were you? And he's like, oh, I don't go to those meetings. I don't want to go to those meetings. He's like, that's just like a little over my head. I'd, I'd rather just deal with more day-to-day stuff. And he's literally like helping deliver food to the... So he's more like on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, he's more of a grunt. And he's he's happy with being a grunt. Like, right. he's content with being a grunt. He's a soldier through and through. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Kudelia is kind of like, well, she's like unsatisfied with that answer. She's like, she's well, like, you, you should be there. Yeah, you do a lot of work. <laughs> you should know some of the shit that we're about to get into. And, uh, yeah, it's interesting because we know that. And so then he asks her about like, what are your, like, what are you doing? Like, what's your real motivations here? And and we know that she's negotiating. They have a little really cool, like flashback to, you know, protests back on earth Mm -hmm. about this particular like nation that is, has its grasp on Mars and they're trying to negotiate liberation of Mars because it's it's still a colony and you know, the, how that, this government has been sort of mistreating and, and overstepping its boundaries. And, and Cudelia is there, basically there to help them and their people gain their own independence, which I think is really interesting. And then um, we find out also, like I think shortly afterwards, that Mika can't read. Yep. Which is so fascinating. It's like, very um, matter of fact. He's like, like, yeah, this is just, read. yeah, this is our life. Like we don't read. Yeah. It's like, it's a very select. And then uh, the, what's the, the guy, the engineer, that fixes the Gundams. Oh, I forgot his name. But he's the only adult in the crew right mm-hmm. now. But he steps in and he's like, yeah, he's like, most of these kids weren't, like, there's a very small percentage of them that were able to read. Right. It's like, this not that important. They needed to survive. Um, yeah. And she was like, I'll teach you guys. They were like, cool. Yeah, cool. And, and a bunch of kids wanted to sign up and learn. That's awesome. Really dope. Yeah. yeah, and she was like, "I think this will be really beneficial." And he was like, "I'll give it a shot." Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and so we start to like see her ignite a little bit of like, um, what's the word? Like aspiration, ambition, ambition yeah. in in Mikazuki, which I think is really cool. And then we also see from the other side, um, Orga talking about how he he says like literally, "I can't betray those eyes." And what he means is like. He always has to keep his cool around Mika because he wants to keep inspiring him, and he wants to like sort of be the leader that he thinks Mika sees him as, which is a really weird position to be in. But he he's obviously like the older brother type in right. the situation, and he gets kind of pleased that like he wants to learn how to read and and maybe and and we learn also that Mika one day wants to run a farm like uh, Biscuit's mother, I think, yeah. or grandmother. And uh, it's really cool. So like, we're now we're starting to see a little bit more of like the the background of certain characters and like what's going on in their heads as opposed to just like robots yeah, blowing yeah. up. And also like bringing some more, again, humanity to the kids that are yeah. like have been having to do what's necessary, right? Right. So 
uh, I'm into all that stuff. Like, I love, like, the Lord of the Flies kind of aspect of this. Yeah. But also, like, yo, they're, they're just kids. Yeah. <laughs> Let them have these weird dreams of being a farmer and shit. Yeah. And he's like, like, we've all been there. I want to read so I can learn about vegetables. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's... I have so many books I want to read. And like, that's so cool. That's really, really cool. Yeah. It's a really nice human touch to this story. <laughs> uh, you know, like, it, it's really cool to see. Um, so then, uh, basically, since they got betrayed, uh, they can't trust orcas, which was another a smuggler they're trying to reach out to a mob basically right uh called tewas or something like that Mm, i forgot forgot what they were called like tewas or something like that Mm -hmm. and they're basically trying to figure out how they can contact these guys so they can use their protection right so they're gonna get in bed with the mob that's the plan yeah (laughs) that's the plan and then um what else happened in this episode? I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, there's a really cool moment where Kudelia, one of the kids, is like kind of making fun of Mika yeah. for um, not knowing how to read or whatever. And then she, and then he later on is trying showing her like, oh look, is my how's my writing or whatever. And she corrects him here and there. But then she takes a look at his like this thing on his spine, the AV system thing, and she kind of like is a little grossed out by it. But he's that kid's proud of it. He's like, yeah, yeah, like I, I'm going to get the operation again. And the other kid's like, no, I can't do it again. It's too painful or whatever. And they're sort of proud of this thing that, like, you know, for for us, like, we're supposed to be like Kudelia in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're the outsider in this really ragtag group of kids who are, like, in a really unfortunate situation. And you see that sort of, like, reaction to her, her being like, oh, no, like, you shouldn't do that. Like, you're... You're learning how to read. Mm-hmm. Like this, this could be your way out. You know, this could be your your way out of this world or this life. And and they seem to be proud of the fact that they're these iron blooded orphans. For real. Um, and it's really interesting, like commentary on I guess how much pride has to take effect into you know the the way these kids are brought up and the way they become adults in certain ways. Like I don't know. I, I'm like maybe I'm overstepping. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. But I think it's like a pretty fascinating peek into what, I don't know, these kids are going through. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Oh, uh, Ayn, he asked to join uh, Fareed. Yeah. Ask Fareed at the very end, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's like, yo, I don't have any superiors. Can I join those pursuit? Yeah. I want to get these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's really going to be an asshole. Yep. I mean, but it's also like, a skewed version of the truth, right? Mm-hmm. He thinks that, you know, it was done out of cold blood or whatever. Right. He doesn't know all the facts. Not, he doesn't have all the facts because his man's went off alone and got clapped by a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so disrespectful. So bad. Um, yeah, and then at the very end, there are some adults who catch up to them. They they kind of catch up to the ship and they order for them to return what they knew as the will of the wisp. Mm-hmm. No longer what it, what, I forget what it's called now, but... Oh, the ship that they stole. <coughs> Bless Ooh. Um, so yeah, all in all, like like one action packed episode, and then one really mellow, chill. more chill yeah. episode where it's like more character study stuff. But um, I like where it's going. I like the the previews of like where the next episodes are headed. And I've also I forgot to I failed to mention this before, but I've been watching the dub. Oh, have you? Just because I can, so I can like take notes. Oh, that's Matt Smart. Yeah, and it's actually pretty good. Yeah, because I because I, before I was like watching the sub version. Yeah, Yo, you can't look away. So you can't look away. I I re- had to rewind it that time. So same, I was like, fuck. Same. I just looked at my phone for a second. So the dub allows me to like re- like write and still and listen, listen yeah. at the same time, so I don't have to pause and rewind as much, which I think is kind of nice. Although I'm not sure if Crunchyroll has the entire thing dubbed. I have to triple check, yeah. which would be a bummer if it didn't. But I might just try to find somewhere else that does if, if it def- eventually runs out on Crunchyroll for whatever reason 
But um, that aside, I thought episode six was was pretty neat as a, like I said before, as a way to look into more than just Mika and Cordelia. But now we're starting to see into like Orga's motivations and and even like the kids, Biscuit, and stuff, yeah. yeah, like other people, just like how how they are seen, how they see themselves. Like the kids have this like um, hunger for knowledge, right? You know, they want to learn, but they also want to be useful and, and fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to see, so I guess per predictions for the next couple of episodes, I definitely want to see more action. I want to see more variety in terms of like where they head. Maybe they have to make pit stops at different base uh, base stations or planets. Yeah, because I think they're heading towards Jupiter right now. That's awesome. If if I'm not mistaken, if I read that right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I I think we got a little glimpse in the previous episode of, uh, of the action of what's to come, you know? Like there's more... Mobile suits, not Gundams. Um, And there might be some more Gundams out there. That'd be cool. That would be cool if they were like, McGillis is like, yo, I got one too, bitch. Yeah, I found one. found one. (laughs) found one used on eBay, motherfucker. It's called Puerto Rico. (laughs) Or something like that. It's not Barbados, but it's Puerto Rico. Oh, my God. It's called uh, Trinidad. But, yeah. I mean, I'm into it, man. Yeah, word. Um all right, cool. So I guess uh, I guess let us know what you all think by yeah. emailing us your questions and comments. To and questions. also let us know if you're into this. Yes, please. Word, because we just might watch the whole thing right. and do it in one episode. Well, yeah, exactly. One long episode. It um, was good. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Cool. Bye, everybody. Uh, so yeah, email us any questions or comments at, right. to questions at d-optional.com. We'd love to hear from you. I mean, from what I've been seeing, uh, people have listened to the show, yeah. which, is, which is interesting. That's um, pretty cool. But if it, also, if you want to uh, talk to us directly about it, join our Discord. We have a channel in there that you know is kind of quiet. But if you all want to talk about it, please talk about yes, it. Yes, let's talk about it. Um, so thank you so much for listening this week. Catch the show every Wednesday. Uh, next, we'll be watching episodes seven and seven eight. eight. Yeah. Uh, if you can rate and review us on iTunes, that'd be amazing. Please subscribe. Or some help. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, um, and all the other good stuff. You can catch up, catch the homepage at theoptionalpodcast.com. You can hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at theoptionalnyc. Our show's music is by the one and only Bloom Waves. You can hey. find their music at bloomwaves.bandcamp.com. They're also on Apple Music and Spotify. Show them some love. Our dope thumbnail art is by the legend Levi Pack. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at L-E underscore B-A-C-K. So until next time, everybody. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Go get your own mobile suits. <laughs> <laughs>